0: This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the Mayor.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Custom Car Show Productions, which includes four annual car and truck shows. Search Google or Facebook for more information on these CCSP events. Orange Beach Invasion, which is in Orange Beach, Alabama, mid-March, After Hours Car and Truck Show, Mobile, Alabama, mid-May, Scraping the Coast in Biloxi, Mississippi, each June, and Bayou Showdown, which is in Slidell, Louisiana. Again, search Google or Facebook for more information. Each of these shows are also available on Instagram. This is Our Lifestyle, the podcast, and we approve this message.
0: Regarding your ability to hey, did you get any,
1: did you end up fucking getting crazy in the, um, the camper? The camper's a rockin', don't come a knocking. Yo, 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 it's Our Lifestyle, the podcast, episode 227, I cannot believe it. Man, we have a lot to talk about. We've had a couple of jam-packed episodes and man the numbers are continued to increase unbelievably so for everyone that continues to rock with us and that we picked up uh, from you know some of these um, you know recent shows we've been at slapping hands bumping elbows uh, social distancing doing all the craziness stuff thanks for coming on board subscribing via so many different methods to listen but let me check in with the the homie. I haven't heard from him in a day or so. I think he's been working there, getting ready for Orange Beach Invasion. Vickety Mike, the mayor, are you getting the mullet all um, all poofed out? And what, what do you do? You get the comb going like the old school? I saw Greg shared the photo, man. I, I know you're ready for
2: Orange Beach Invasion. ODB, Orange Beach Invasion this weekend? I cannot wait. Holy cow. This is going to be absolutely beautiful weather in Orange Beach, Alabama. And if you guys have never been, you don't want to miss out. Because not only are we going to be styling and profiling, but God, we got some new merchandise. And I can't wait to show everyone. I think a lot of you have already seen the green shirts. But guys, we got some new license plates. And of course, our boy Joey over at Get Decked. Has come through once again we're gonna have 20 more decks at orange beach invasion so stop by we're gonna have some that we haven't had before we're gonna have some that we've had before but they're back in stock so we will have five more of these decks so guys don't miss out i know a lot of you guys um are wanting to collect every one of these decks we put out we'll have five more there at um, five more styles i'm sorry um at orange beach invasion and uh hey jay just like you said Hey, if the trailers are rocking, don't come a knocking.
1: Yes, sir. It's going to be another great weekend, another great show. And speaking of a great show, we're actually going to have Greg Miller on this episode. Now, the good thing is we're not going to just talk about Orange Beach Invasion, which is this weekend in Orange Beach, Alabama. Greg, we've heard from him in the past, but I think this time what you're going to find is there's a real rich history there of going back three-plus decades, talking about car shows, how he got involved, in the custom automotive scene, and we know what he's continuing to do to push the limits with just awesome events, uh, you know throughout the southeast. But uh, Mike, this uh, overview of episode 227 is brought to you by our friends at Graphics Mafia. Uh, you can contact Buddy or Ryan at Graphics Mafia. It's g r a p h i x mafia They're of course on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, reach out to them if you're in need of stickers for your brand. Uh, they print very quickly. They'll ship them pretty much anywhere. And uh, they came through. They always do. They came through in a pinch. We needed some for relaxing on the ranch this past weekend. And dude, Ryan and Buddy knocked it out. They got them uh, over to someone that was going to be headed south. Thanks so much to Brooke. And uh, they they, uh, they got us squared away. So Buddy and Ryan at Graphics with an X Mafia hit them up. But, like... You know, again, we're going to have Greg Miller on this episode, so I think that's going to be uh, enlightening for a lot of people. Uh, you know, many of you know Greg, but there's also, I'm sure, a big majority of you that don't, and you'll get a chance to hear that history of, uh, you know, Greg Miller, what he does, as I mentioned, and uh, what he's going to continue to do for the custom car and truck automotive scene in general. Now, Mike, I do want to jump into scene updates, man. Again, these past two episodes have been just jam-packed, and we're going to uh, make this one as streamlined as we can because we're getting ready for this weekend. It's going to be, man, multiple uh, multiple weekends in a row we're going to events, uh, Texas, Lake Wales, and then this weekend, Orange Beach, Alabama. So we're super stoked. But, Mike, dude, uh, speaking of shows, I mentioned relaxing on the ranch, dude. What a great vibe. Second-year event, you, of course – selected relax it on the ranch as your 2020 show of the year uh what'd you think this year brother
2: dude the ra florida guys and gals did not disappoint once again knocked it out of the park what was really sad was is a lot of these guys got scared off by the weather and guys it was absolutely gorgeous we had a little bit of rain but nothing to be scared of. Nothing to be afraid of. You're not going to melt. And guys, going to car shows. I don't know how long you guys have been going to car shows. been going to car shows for a long damn time. Car shows do not get canceled because of rain, okay? I'll never forget Slam Fest in Gainesville. It was an absolute mud fest. And we still had oh, like 300 and something cars out there in this damn field full of freaking mud. And having a damn good time. So guys, don't let the weather, you know, discourage you to going out and having a good time with those fellow mini truckers. So come on out, support the shows, keep them going, and keep them growing. And once again, it was absolutely beautiful. Um, it was nice and cool. wasn't wasn't too hot. Um, and just dude, just a perfect, perfect weekend um, for a, for a car show and a camping show. Had, um, had, you know, our campsite there full of people, full of friends, um, you know, t- um, having a damn good time. So, like I said before, hands down, my favorite camping show ever. And I can't wait for year three.
1: It's going to be an awesome uh, annual event. Uh, again, another great weekend. I want to thank Relaxed Atmosphere Florida for all of the efforts, uh, obviously putting on a show of any magnitude, uh, it takes work. It takes planning. It takes execution day of event, and they did all of it fantastically. Of course, thank you so much as well to our brother Vic. Uh, they raised uh, a, a good bit of money, man, and you know, obviously, he's been through a lot. I know he's very thankful. He wanted to kind of uh, for me to just let everyone know that he appreciates the support. They pretty much had everything from Acuare. To a Hammered Weekend Wear merchandise that uh, you could potentially win. Uh, our Lifestyle Podcast, also some metal signs. So a few things in the mix there. And then that allowed for them to raise the money. And they literally took all of those different buckets, uh, six, seven different uh, buckets of raffle tickets that equated to money. And they gave all that to Vic and D. So they wanted me to, to share their gratitude with uh, anyone that had put in for uh, any of those items. I know uh, Daniel Smith had painted... One of the skate decks, there was um, some merchandise from some other vendors as well. Uh, don't necessarily recall, but uh, pretty cool stuff. And again, relaxed atmosphere. That was really awesome uh, that they had the event. Now, Mike, uh, the the cool thing was, uh, I guess uh, Ron ended up, his. you know, his daughter was there because she was uh, with him. She had came into Texas for LST. She got a chance to gallivant on over here to Florida but uh, he decided to stay, and I don't know if you had heard all the shenanigans with Hank uh, and everything that had went down there,
2: man. No, nah, tell us a little bit about what Hank did this time. He didn't get arrested, did he?
1: Well, they they kind of they got him off the premises, and it wasn't that he was do. I mean, he was just having too much fun, dude. They, he had about ten, twelve ladies over there in the in the uh, booth, and uh, you know they were just having a good time. I mean, we don't really exactly know what they were doing, but they kind of were like, hey, man, you know. I know Ron's hanging out tonight, man. You just got to find another place to stay. So, he supposedly uh went ahead and hitchhiked over uh up down 95 somehow and he ended up over in like Edgewater. So, on Sunday, Ron and I had to go over there and basically bail him out. I think he got um I think he got picked up for hitchhiking down the interstate. Can you do that in some states? Can you hitchhike on the interstates?
2: Uh bro, it's been a while since I've had to uh hitchhike, so I really don't know um but i'm guessing that that was probably all right because i've seen quite a few chicks that was over there because you know the hammer booth was parked you know it was set up right there by ours and um there was quite a few times where the doors were closed over there at the hammer booth yeah and hank was supposed to things over there and man, i tell you what man this guy can't stay out of damn trouble dude
1: well, he's the only – remember last year I said I remember seeing you guys' camper. I don't know. Dude, I thought a windstorm had come through a gusts, because you guys' camper was like, dude, it was like hitting three-wheel. And there's only two wheels on it, I think. Maybe there's four. I can't remember. But with uh, Hank, he was supposed to be bagging and tagging. And, dude, I think he was doing something else in there. But, uh, you know, he – Oh, he was
2: ba- bagging all right.
1: Yeah, and and uh, when he was on the interstate, the, I think when he got picked up by the state troopers, they they said that uh, he told him that large Marge sent him, and of course, you know that was uh, you know Alice Nunn from the old uh, Pee Wee Big Adventure. So uh, man, he was he was having a good time, and he he had told Ron and I he likes to just hitchhike, you know, just for fun, man. Like on a Friday night, like you might take Shannon out, you know, to dinner, or, you know, go get a drink, hang out in the garage or something. He'll just, you know, get, he'll ask, uh, Ron to just drop him off in random places and he'll hitchhike, you know, state to state, just kind of hanging out. He'll drive the trucks for the big riggers. I mean, he, you know, he doesn't mind helping, you know, that that's his contribution back to society.
2: Okay. So is there any truth that he was the one that was, you know, in that movie, Candyman? Remember Candy?
1: (laughs) I don't know, man, but, uh. We had such a good time. Again, thanks again. All kidding aside, thanks again to all the RA uh, Florida kinfolk. Now, speaking of RA Florida, we got a chance to see they also had their rides out there. So, you know, Big John and and a lot of them had all of their trucks there. I know Miller did as well. He got the crew cabs on the rise. But you also had Jeremy. He's got his, uh, contrary to what a lot of people think, it's a Ram 3500. So it's a single wheel rear uh, truck, of course. So single, single rear wheel. If I can say that right, that black Ram that Jimmy's Running Customs built. Now that thing is sick. Ironically, just last week we saw that street trucks went live on Instagram. They were shooting that thing. I really hope it ends up on the cover. But uh, kind of word was uh, spreading around this past weekend that the truck might be gone. And um, this past Monday, news broke that um, I was headed in the work pretty early Monday morning. And Brant from Graphic Disorder, one of our our homies and uh, great uh, partners, and what we do, uh, Brant from Graphic Disorder ended up letting the cat out of the bag, Mike. That he ended up picking up the rig, and you know, Jeremy's no stranger to building some badass shit through Jimmy's Rod and Customs, and then of course. You know he's willing to sell stuff if the price is right, and apparently it was, man. He Brant must have made him an offer that he just couldn't refuse, man.
2: Uh, obviously, and because that is one badass truck, and like you said, and I've seen the post, you know, and Jimmy builds badass trucks, so uh, Brant's definitely got him a good one. That's for damn sure. So congratulations on the sale, and congratulations on your new truck, there, Brant. That's uh, that's one bad bitch.
1: Yeah. It's definitely kick-ass, and I know he's going to enjoy it, and uh, really love seeing these newer trucks. When I was at uh, Jimmy's Running Customs this past weekend, got a chance to see the progress on the new Ram dually that he's building for a customer, and man, the suicide rear doors, and a lot of the work that he's putting into it. You know, pretty much a one-man crew. Now, I know Tim does also work there. They recently did some stuff for me, uh, so you know, much love to those guys, Tim and Jimmy, but you know, I don't have the patience. I don't know how he does to be able to do these these big, massive builds. And, you know, he's got a long list of customers, but uh, it's really a testament uh, to the work that goes into these builds. So, again, congrats to Jeremy for the sale, RA Florida, and congrats to Brizant up at uh, Graphic Disorder uh, for the pickup.
2: So, hey, Jay, real quick, quick question for you. You said a couple different times you are up at Jimmy's. So what exactly was you up at Jimmy's doing?
1: The only reason we went over there, man, was to to basically bail Ron, uh, Ron Hank, Ron, you know, we get him confused all the time, was just to get Hank out, man. We had to get a bail bondsman and, you know, start signing over houses and stuff. I mean, this guy is just, he just doesn't quit. So that's the story, and we're sticking
2: to it, man. Okay, well, considering that you're like a 13-year-old girl and you got to put everything on Facebook. No, I didn't put um, anything on Facebook. There was some pictures floating around, and uh, I, I didn't put them up. You, I do believe Jimmy was in them. Uh, I think there was a an explorer in one of those pictures, and there was a, I do believe a uh, S ten maybe more, in those pictures.
1: More coming on that soon, man. More coming soon. Got oh, to a, gotta leave the cliffhanger, dude. Got to leave the cliffhanger.
2: Avoid the question, sir.
1: Yeah, I call it a cliff hanger <laughs> yeah. So so more to so, come. We'll see.
2: We'll see, Mike. Okay, so the million dollar question, one more sir, one more. You're not getting off that easy, is when will we see Bada Bing? And what show will we see Bada Bing at?
1: It depends where my friend wants to take it, you know what I mean? So
2: Oh okay. Alright, alright. I'll 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 leave it on that.
1: Alright, man. Well, speaking of Orange Beach Invasion, I want to remind everyone that this weekend. Not only are we going to be at Orange Beach, Alabama, which we'll talk more about with Greg, but Mike, I got to give a, a lot of love to Street Trucks, our favorite national publication. If you follow them on Facebook and uh, and Instagram, you will see that they've really been uh, piping and, and hyping up these live streams that are coming this weekend. And the Wharf is an amazing location as Mike and I have continued to reinforce, but it's going to be really awesome, and I would I would say anybody that's headed to the show, you're listening to this, maybe you just got into town, or you know the homies are already there. You know, spread the word that we're going to be out there all day Saturday doing interviews with owners. It's a great venue, so if you're interested, you know, be out there by your truck. You know, let us know, track me down, and uh, I do still have a few of the the really rare stickers left of Ms. Ike Murray. Uh, his high school photo that Dizzy from the Spark Show put together for us. So uh, make sure you hit me up. I'll have a few of those. But seriously, let us know uh, if you want to come on. You got something nice you want to talk about. We're going to try to do as many interviews as we can. We're also going to be floating around the show. We've got a few different perspectives that we want to bring. So again, thanks to Street Trucks for uh, doing these live streams. Uh, If you can't make it, To OBI. Uh, I know we got, uh, you know, family uh, coming in from many different states, Mike. But if they can't make it, you want to tune in on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, Many of you kind of go, well, hey, how do I do it? Listen, a lot of us, if you're on your phone, you're going to get the notification on Facebook that, you know, they're going live, right? You can give them a thumbs up. You can also go on YouTube. If you watch YouTube ever, you, you know, everybody says, you know, hit that bell notification. By tapping that bell notification, that's going to basically alert you that they're going live. So there's going to be a ton of stuff going on on Saturday, Sunday, as well as Friday. So just stay tuned to Street Trucks social media. Ain't that right, Mike?
2: Uh, Always, because I tell you what, the team over at Street Trucks is absolutely killing it with these live streams. And I love what they're doing as far as bringing, you know, you can't make it to the show. And uh, they're allowing you to be able to see you know, what's there um, and uh, see the interviews. And it's just, it's another awesome concept that they uh, definitely come up with. And, and I tell you what, they've almost pretty much perfected this. And uh, great job of what, you know, with what you're doing as well, brother. I do have to say.
1: Appreciate the good word. Uh, you can also go out on YouTube right now, type in street trucks. You can see some of the recent clips. I know Mach 1 put together an amazing one from Lone Star Throwdown 2021, which was the 10th anniversary. Oh, by the way, they also have some of the clips out there, including uh, me interviewing Billy Bob. So again, we're going to continue to improve and uh, you know take it to the next level. That's what a team does, and uh, the team's committed to that. But Mike, uh, these scene updates are brought to you by our family at Garage Gear Clothing. And I am working on. I think I think I'll have the calculator fixed next week. But Mike, why don't you remind everyone? Where else uh, you can follow Garage Gear Clothing? Because they're not just on YouTube.
2: Uh, no, you can actually find them on. Yes, and we're talking about a bunch of grown men, especially uh, you know the bigger of the two. And uh, that would be Lonnie. And Lonnie loves TikTok. And Lonnie is pretty damn good with TikTok. And last heard, he has over 50,000 followers on TikTok. So definitely check out Lonnie. Um, garage gear lone star throwdown on tiktok
1: yeah and garagegearclothing.com they offer free shipping in the united states good people a lot of traction there at lst awesome clothing brand lots of different options kids women's men's you name it garagegearclothing.com so mike as we kind of pivot and move to the key show updates man Dude, it kind of feels good to have a few under our belt, man, because, you know, you start getting to January, moving into February. If you're like me, you start getting that that, that anxiety going, right, in a good way because you're like, man, you're anxious. You want to get out. You want to go to these events, right? So the high level, I just want to reinforce, listen, OBIs this weekend. We're going to talk to Greg about it. But from there, Mike, basically, in if you look at the calendar, it comes out to – got three weeks – Three weeks after this weekend is uh, Sparks in the Park. So, Sparks in the Park is Niceville, Florida. It's Friday, the 2nd of April, the 3rd of April, the 4th of April. So, here's the key to this show it's a beautiful venue. There's a lot of shade. Many of you in Alabama, Georgia, Florida, uh, Mihiippi, you know, all those different places, Louisiana, Dude, come on over. The Decorvers, they go to so many shows, Mike. And, you know, with Kim recently having the hiccup that they had, you know, trying to wrap a six-foe around a telephone pole, uh, we're happy she's okay. But, you know, David and Kim, you know, they would really appreciate if you came out. And, um, Mike, I know they've got the Facebook group or the event page, I should say, but they're also on Instagram. And we got to get their Instagram followers up. And, Mike, if I take a look at their Instagram, I'm going to type in Sparks in the Park, and it says it's the hottest show on the Emerald Coast. And, oh, by the way, it's a second annual car, truck, and bike show. Not only is it the uh, motorcycles, right, like Fool's Gold last year out, came out, killed it, but, Mike, they also got the BMX bikes on the rise, maybe a little freestyle bikes. Now, I know you can't make it. You had told me if you were going to be able to make it, you were going to start Uh, doing some of the old school flatland tricks that you know that you used to
2: do. Oh, yeah, that was about 25 years ago and about 50 pounds lighter, homie. Come on, shit ain't happening. You talk about putting around the telephone pole, throw it in the gutter and go get another. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm talking about. Well, Felt Ham Fab, you know, one of our homies, uh, he also had really contributed and uh, he's done some amazing awards. So, You know, if you're looking for some garage yard and you got something cool, listen, that's why they do these awards at shows. Come on out. We will be there. I'll be there. Um, I'm not sure if my... Actually, I know for sure Maddie's not going to be able to go because she's got a friend um, Nicole coming in town, but this is the hottest show on the Emerald Coast, and it is the first weekend. Now, technically, for those that are scoring at home, it is Easter weekend. However, many of you you're anxious to get out and you're anxious to do stuff and you're anxious to have a good time. Last year, Duckman, a lot of the NC crew, a lot of their NC family, they came out. DJ Gitlow was there. But come on out. We're going to have the best 80s or 90s attire. Walter's Chop Shop's working on that award, and we're super stoked for it. Okay, Mike, from there, uh, what we really want to reinforce, and I kind of got all these dates worked out on my head finally, is uh, three weekends later... We're going to be at Mini Nats, if you can believe it. So the weekend of the twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth of April, you're going to have Mini Trucking Nationals. That's back; they're back in the Catbird seat. Of course, last year they were impacted because of COVID. This year, I'm telling you, even if you don't have the golden ticket, that oh by the way, you could have won if you were at relaxing on the ranch. They had the the raffle going for that. But even if you don't have the ticket, it's important you come out, you support, you can buy shirts, you can buy skate decks, you can participate in our VIP party. We're going to have more information coming very soon. But you got to come to Maggie Valley. They've got that, um, I think, Wheels Through Time, I think it's called, Motorcycle Museum. you got plenty of restaurants. Mike, I tell you what, Maggie Valley, I've never been to Maggie Valley in April because last year was the first year I went. But you know damn well you were at the 25th. It's going to be off the hook, I heard.
2: Uh, dude, Mini Nats, Mini Trucking Nationals, whatever you want to call it, is hands down the best Mini Trucking show in the United States. So, guys, if you're not going, you got to get there. You have, if you've never been, you've got to go check it out. Jason Bell and the family do a phenomenal job of putting on this show. And the amount of people... That come out to this thing is just it's i mean they basically the mini truckers take over maggie valley and there's 750 pre-registered uh so there's 750 there in in the showgrounds and it's some of the baddest mini trucks in the united states are all there at maggie valley so guys you do not want to miss this show um if you can't come because you didn't get a ticket there's going to be opportunities to get tickets there's going to be guys so stay tuned. Stay, pay, you know, keep your, um, pay attention to social media, to the event page, whatnot. There's going to be tickets coming available. Uh, if when it does, grab yours so you can get into the show. Even if you can't get into the show, bring the truck down, come down to Maggie Valley, because Friday night, Saturday night, of course, is the big night. But you got all that cruising that you can do uh, down there in Maggie Valley, and it's some of the best cruising you can do at any show. So make sure you guys check it out.
1: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. We cannot wait. Hopefully, we'll see the trucks of Rosa's crew. We'll see a lot of amazing mini trucks rolling up and down the strip, and uh, it's going to be an awesome time. So come on out, mini truck Nats, aka Mini Nats. Uh, You can follow social media. We'll have so much more coming on that. Now, the following weekend. So this is where you get a little crazy, right? So we had Sparks in the Park the first weekend in April. Three weeks later, Mini Nats, and then a week later. For anyone that wants to get out of town, okay, there's no better place to get out of town to Las Vegas and go unwind, man. Get crazy. I know Hank Hank loves to go to Vegas, dude. He, he'll he go out there and blow every cent he's got, and we love it. Uh, mini Truck Showdown, big ups to Corey. Mini Truck Showdown, I'm telling you what, I'm hearing the vibe of this one. There's a lot of old school guys that are coming out, and I think this, this venue change, uh, state change, from Bakersfield area over to Vegas is going to be, Mike, this is going to be the new show. It's at the Palace Station Hotel and Casino. These guys said, listen, there's no way this is going to get uh, canceled. They are locked in freaking loaded, dude. It's April 30th, May 1st, and May 2nd, Mike. And all I can tell you, dude, is get your freaking plane tickets ready, bro. I need to borrow a couple hundred bucks maybe, you know what I mean? We're gonna land. Hopefully, we'll all make it out there, and it's gonna be a crazy mini truck fueled weekend. Uh, mini truck showdowns also on Instagram and Facebook. Mike, I know you're stoked, dude. You're supposedly
0: gonna get away,
1: maybe on a
2: Southwest flight. I heard. Uh, well, we are, uh, the boss has definitely looked for tickets. Um, we have not booked anything as of right now, uh, but we are definitely planning on getting out there to uh, to Vegas for Mini um, Truck Showdown
1: real deal now listen the last two shows that we really want to hit on is uh, made of steel so two weeks later after the mini truck showdown trip we're going to be at made of steel the 14th is a friday so you got the friday festivities and you got the saturday badass show made of steel show now uh this event is a friday saturday as i mentioned we're going to have a cruise over saturday morning they're going to have the corn toss mic. It's going to be beautiful weather, and I tell you what, the venue is awesome. You got a little bit of the AC area, but you got a big covered area, and that's where you were breakdancing last year and stuff, Mike. I mean, we really had the
2: party hype. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I contribute to this loss of my hair because I was you know spinning on my head and basically pretty much yanked all the damn hair out of my head. Um, so yeah, that that I contribute. So basically, that Hair Club for Men. I went ahead and I just sent the bill right over to, uh, to <laughs> and I still haven't got it paid yet. So as soon as he get, he he pays that, I'm going to go ahead and uh, you know get those hair implants um, done so I can have some hair again. Um, I gotta I gotta get back to where you know I had hair like I did in freaking uh, you know back in ninth grade. <laughs> You're
1: killing me, man. You're killing me. But seriously, made a steel show. It's in Dover, Florida. Goat and Tank are great guys. Uh, we're going to have a lot more coming on this event. It's um, it's one that, I tell you what, I'm thankful as a Floridian and as a, as enthusiast that we have this event. It's, it's close. It's central in Florida. So the East Coast, uh, you know, guys can make it easy down south. And, of course, you'll have people like the DeCorvers there. So it's going to be awesome. Made to Steel Show May fourteenth and fifteenth. We got to get Josh Ellis. We got to get some of the out of towner guys. The awards are amazing. The venue's hype, and again, it's awesome because it's Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, you can get some Cracker Barrel with Mike, and then you can peel out of town. Now the following weekend is going to be May twenty first, twenty second, and twenty third. Uh, relax in the park, St. Louis. So that's going to be up there in St. Louis, and uh, this that will be. Um, one of the live stream events. So the 21st, 22nd, 23rd of May. Now from there, Mike, we'll kind of taper off. You know, we're going to talk to Greg a little bit later about some of the shows, including Scraping the Coast. uh, We're super excited about. But these key show updates are brought to you by our family at the West Coast Influence. You can pick up this mini truck film documentary style via their website, minitruckfilm.com. They also have a couple of custom diecast trucks, a.k.a. Hot Wheel cars, if you will, that are custom made. They do have a few shirts, but you got to really dig. Let Radar know that you heard us talk about this amazing DVD by simply letting him know you listen to OLP. Add that to the notes. You never know what they'll hook you up with, but it's minitruckfilm.com. Now, Mike, you hinted at this a little bit earlier, dude. This weekend, we've got some new merch, brother. So we got the podcast updates, and I know you're excited about these few things, man.
2: Uh, Absolutely, especially after you showed me, uh, you know, you had sent me that picture of the license plates. And we had tried this before, but these are actually aluminum um, with, uh, you know, they're um, sublimated. Um, The artwork is sublimated onto the aluminum um, 10. Uh, you know, metal, so these things are pretty badass, guys. So, we're definitely excited about that. We got the mini trucking, um, uh, we got the OLP, and then we got the cha-ching, um, license plates. Um, how many of these do we have a piece, uh, each, uh, Jay?
1: That is a secret. We have not many, okay, but we're we have limited quantities, and I'm telling you, uh, guys and ladies are already hitting us up. I know our website's not up right now. But they're going, hey, dude, I'll buy one right now. And they're sending the money over. So all I can tell you is we do have some, but you got to come to the booth on Friday. If you hear this, you got to come on Saturday. We don't have many. We have three different styles, as you mentioned.
2: Uh, Well, Jay, like you said, we've had people message us. Hey, I want to buy it. I want to buy it now. I want to get them from you, so on and so forth. Guys, let's, let's, let's save it for the shows, man. Get out to the shows buy them at the shows that's just like we got this green shirt that we came out with because we're trying to look for we're trying to help out our fellow mini truckers and make sure that they're ready for um st patrick's day We don't want to see you guys get pinched and get bruises because we know that, you know, you mini truckers are a bunch of pansies. So we don't want to see you guys get all bruised up after you get pinched because you're not wearing your green. So we're making these green shirts, especially for you mini truckers. Okay, and I'm just kidding about the pansy thing. Don't email me or message me or whatever, you know, or, you know, DM me or whatever, because, you know, I called you pansies. But guys, we got the green um, mini trucking isn't everything. It's the only thing shirts and we will have those. Those I guarantee you will sell out at Orange Beach Invasion this weekend.
1: Yeah, that's going to be awesome. And uh, so excited, as you mentioned earlier, not only for the green shirts, but we got the skate deck. So, you know, listen, with the continued support, we're going to continue to launch new products. We've got some great suppliers, including Graphic Disorder, that really come through quickly. And um, I want to give a huge shout out, Mike. I know that you're a big. supporter of Joey Uh, you know he he you know you've sold us on this whole idea and you've done great Mike with the whole skate decks and uh, Joey at get decked we get a lot of questions about this Uh, Joey has confirmed that if you are looking to get a, a deck for your significant other or something for a holiday gift or birthday gift anniversary you can hit up Joey at get decked and he will make as as minimum as one so of course you got a little bit higher price I would assume But Get Decked, it's two words, Facebook. I think you always tell me, Mike, he's in Virginia, and uh, he'll get you squared away. And then, Mike, he also has a show that he's behind, which I think is pretty awesome.
2: Uh, Absolutely. It's called Attitude Check Number 9 because this is year nine. So make sure you guys check out that. Go to the Instagram page. Go to the... the Facebook event page, and obviously more details to come because it's not till August, guys. So you got plenty of time, but make sure you go and you put that on your uh, show calendar and uh, and check it out for sure.
1: It's gonna be kick ass, Joey. Get decked, Instagram, Facebook, but uh, Facebook's really the place. Uh, type in those two words, and uh, you'll be set to go. Okay, Mike. Next, uh, we're gonna kind of start wrapping this one up. You got the Airhead Nation updates, dude. And I know you had one that you wanted to cover. I thought it was pretty cool. Some of the new merch out there that's helping for a good cause, Mike.
2: Well, once again, our buddy, uh, David Magotti, has, um, of course, we got this Courtney, um, the Tito uh, uh, scholarship, and they have now come out with the fourth pin, okay? So make sure you guys are checking this stuff out and make sure you guys are helping and get that pre-ordered in. Because uh, you know it's it's just amazing what these guys done with uh, with these pens, and to be able to be uh, be able to give back um, uh, to the uh, to the Hallow, um, uh, uh, Memorial, um, uh, it's it's great. So make sure you guys are supporting David, and uh, and, and you know pick up those pens. Um, I know we got a couple of them, and uh, definitely look forward to uh, the fourth of this series of pens.
1: Yeah, great guy. You can find David Magotti, previous guest. Uh, if you type out uh, on Facebook Tito Pin, uh, it's sure to come up there. And um, I love what he's doing, and uh, love that it's got the nice little NC tie-in. And I think it's uh, just just fantastic. And it's actually a uh, the camera that uh, Courtney had uh, had used last, I think, which is a nice tie-in. So so nice one, David. Keep keep doing what you do. Okay, and then the other update that I wanted to share, Mike, was a previous guest, Mark Larkin from Down Under. Congratulations to the big homie, NC Australia. Great guy. And um, with this one, uh, he had posted what an absolute roller coaster it has been. My two beautiful girls, Laura Larkin, you are absolutely amazing, and I'm truly blessed to have you as my partner and mother to our amazing girl, Alola. I can't even imagine my world without you both. Congratulations, dude. Mark is a great guy. Again, previous guest, OLP family. Love his crew cab, Izuzu. But, hey, family and health is always first. And when you uh, have an addition of the family, Mike, uh, you know you got to give a, a huge uh, thumbs up. Future mini future trucker, I would assume.
2: Uh, he has no choice. Has absolutely no choice. Um, so yeah, definitely a shout out, congratulations and, uh, you know, beautiful, uh, beautiful family you have there. And, uh, I, like you said, uh, a past guest and, uh, that look forward to having them back on again, um, and telling some more stories.
1: Real deal Holyfield and these Airhead Nation updates have been brought to you by Hammered Weekend, where we tell you time and time again, whether it's Ron, whether it's Hank on the episode, visit H A M M E R. D, WeekendWear.com just ended an amazing pre sale for two shirts, and uh, he's going to keep the pedal stomped. He recently launched a new flannel that's a spinoff of the Pink Taco overseas. That was our mini Truck of the Year for 2019. Uh, amazing products. You got to go to Hammered, H A M M E R D, WeekendWear.com. Cops of gear. No, oh, by the way, he recently launched swim trunks. He's taken the scene by storm, but you got a swan dive this year. I think we're gonna uh call it the the hammered swan dive and the best photo this summer is gonna win something, Mike. We just gotta figure out what. <clears throat> All right, so uh got really just two more segments and uh this one's the throwback term of the week, Mike. And dude, I got a freaking bone to pick with you, man. I, I don't even know if you know this, Mike. Um oh. It's pretty – in this – you're kind of like I, – I think you're kind of like a mini celebrity, dude, and you don't even realize it. You know that?
2: Uh, I definitely don't realize that. What did I do now?
1: Well, I thought this was kind of interesting. Do you remember the Menendez brothers? You remember those guys and, you know, it was a horrible thing. I guess they, they like, killed their parents or something like that?
2: Uh Oh, yeah. I remember. It's about five miles down the road from my house.
1: Oh, was it? I didn't realize it was down there. Uh, Down here in Naples, my man. Well, did you know that um, I think you're actually in a photo
2: with them? Oh, I did not know that.
1: Well, here's the thing. A few years ago, uh, there was was someone on that site. I don't go on there much, but that Reddit site. And they had basically dug up. They started... And I forget exactly who uncovered this, but I remember the Darren Rovell guy. He actually... I think he was the one that really kind of exposed it on uh, social media after someone figured it out. But they started trying to retrace the steps around that era of when this had happened. It was like 90 91, like you know, ni- you know right around that era 89 90 I think it was. And um, so what happened is they did a bunch of research and they st- you know, they had looked at a lot of their purchases and like one of the things they were doing when they had stole, you know, I guess inherited this money is they were living, like, really extravagantly, okay? So one of the things they had done, I forget if they bought Knicks season tickets, but they um, basically, uh, researching it, they figured out that they were at some of the Knicks games, right? And I, Mike, I did not know that you even were a Knicks fan, or that you had went to one of the games, dude. So this, so basically what had happened was, there was, um... There was, they figured out, they started looking at basketball cards and they figured there's a, there's an old Mark Jackson uh, basketball card and in the basketball card, the Menendez brothers are in the fucking background, right? And so that card a few years ago had shot up in price. So I was digging through my cards the other day and I started looking and I just sent you the photo of the card, dude. Look at the photo I just sent you. Tell me that's not fucking you sitting right behind one of the guys, dude.
2: Well, you know what is amazing is the fact that I do have to confess that was me, and they invited me to go along with them. So, <laughs> I, of course, you know, I said absolutely. And, and, and let's
1: be it. honest, what, what they did was heinous, but you didn't know it at the time. You didn't know that they were it, convicted murderers.
2: Exactly. Or they were going to exactly. be convicted. Uh, yes, but you know the most amazing part about this whole basketball card yep. is that I, I knew at that point that we were going to create OLP. Yep, and I already have my OLP hat at that time. That was that's pretty amazing,
1: dude. Thirty years uh, ago, and you know, and I'm gonna be honest, I had saw I saw it, and I and I I know Dizzy's in the basketball cards, and I had text him, and I was like, "Yo, man," and he goes, "Well, let me let me go pull out my you know my um, the 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 cards for that year, the NBA hoops, and uh, sure enough, he was the one that sent me that photo right there, man. And and Dizzy from the Spark Show, I, I mean, he had it too, and we confirm. So, I mean, that Mike, that looks like you, bro. Uh,
2: no, it, like I said, I I confess it was me, and no, I <laughs> did, I know that they were you know guilty of doing what they did, and but hey, we had a damn good time that weekend. Um, you know, there in New York, uh, Madison Square Garden, watching the Knicks play. And of course, uh, that game actually is when they played the Bulls. So I mean I was really there to see Michael Jordan and so it was pretty amazing.
1: Dude, I, I don't know how you did it, bro. But I just wanted to, you know to get at you there and you know, I just couldn't believe it. So we'll have to share the photo and the airhead nation can, can make up their, their own mind. But uh this throwback term of the week, Mike It's brought to you by our family at Colorado Custom Wheels. I've gotten more um, compliments of the amazing customer service that Michael provides to his clients through making purchases at Colorado Custom Wheels. Whether you're looking for a steering wheel, rear view mirror, maybe some wheels, or one-off wheels, you name it, they can make it out of billet. Michael and team at Colorado Custom, you have to visit ColoradoCustom.com or... Colorado Custom on Facebook or Instagram. Great people. Let Michael know that OLP sent you.
2: So do we have something to announce here shortly about possibly an OLP, Colorado Customs, you know, something going down?
1: hopefully. Right? We're in talks to to partner up with those guys at Colorado Custom. But, Mike, we can't share the details just yet.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, what's trending in
1: social media? This one's quick, man. I saw some shit, you know, we're like, we're like kind of this cancel cancel culture, and this week there was a whole big thing about someone on TikTok, you know, Generation Z is trying to cancel Eminem because, you know, his lyrics are, are this and that, and Mike, you know, what I kind of get out of this is Eminem is always best when he has an enemy, right, whether it's someone he's beefing with, of course he had the... Uh, you know his his, his you know ex wife Kim. You know he had the on again off again relationship. So I'm wondering. You know I'm a big M fan. I'm wondering if this is going to fuel maybe another album from M where he just goes at an entire generation, dude. I think it would be a pretty cool concept. Uh,
2: I think it's great. Uh, you know, on both. You know, for both of them. Um, I, dude, I, I say this is just pretty, Hey, what does it say? You know, good, bad, yep. any, any news? It, is good it, news?
1: Exactly. It, and, and I always thought that in Esquire.com had an article and, you know, they had, they had users that were arguing, like, love the way you lie is a draw, uh, attention to domestic assault, referencing the fact that Rihanna, uh, an abuse survivor who was assaulted by Chris Brown is featured vocalists on the song and they had all these like tie-ins and stuff, but. You know, I understand some things in culture, like you kind of go, okay, well, you know, that was a bad time period and we shouldn't do those kind of things. But, you know, when people are entertainers, as long as they're not hurting people, I mean, I recently read a thing where uh, someone had broke down and analyzed a lot of Eminem's lyrics and they said he's one of the artists that it motivates people more than any other artist based upon lyrics. And, you know, I just thought to myself, I'm like, man, we're kind of at a time where shit seems kind of fucked up, you know what I mean? But Again, I see the good in it. Um, you know, it's like, what if M now has another reason to like fuel uh, some passion? You know, to, to to roll out another album. We all know that Michael Jordan. We learned through uh, the the series that aired last year the that you know Michael Jordan. Obviously, anytime that he's got a challenge, he rises to that challenge, and and this might be another one. But if you haven't got a chance, check out the um, the new lyric video from Eminem. Uh, it's one of the best lyric videos ever. It's actually all animated. Uh, it's pretty badass, and uh, that's for tone deaf. So it kind of actually ties into this whole uh, cancel Eminem bullshit that was going on. But, uh, Mike, that uh, what's trending in social media was brought to you by All Time Low. I know ATL Magazine, Rich and Beth, they're actually in town this week. I didn't get a chance to meet up with them. I know Ron was uh, going to go meet up for dinner one night. Hard-working folks that do a lot for the scene, you can go to a tlmagazine.com. You can order a subscription or an individual issue. The big challenge is they often sell out, right? It's a homegrown smaller uh, business, if you will. So if you subscribe to the magazine, you'll ensure that you get those bi-monthly issues sent right to your door. Mike, dude, it's kind of nice. We're almost about the 50 minute mark. We're going to roll into some audio from Greg Miller, but man, um, God, I don't know what we forgot, but you got anything else?
2: Uh, Brother, I think we actually, uh, uh, you know, just about got it all covered. And and basically all I can say is Airhead Nation, make sure you guys come out and check out the OLP booth there at Orange Beach Invasion. Uh, We're going to be obviously um, there on the, um, uh, on, uh, the premier row, I guess you could call it, under the lights, under the palm trees. And uh, guys, we look forward to having a great weekend. Um, Lots of food, lots of great food, lots of great shops. I love that little coffee shop that's right there. Um, There's going to be tons of people from all over the place going to be there. Um, We're just going to have a great time, man. I I really look forward to it. Uh, So make sure you guys come by and make sure you guys check out that Street Trucks Live um, streams. Uh, Jay's going to be doing the damn thing. Best host in the business. So make sure you guys check that out. And of course, you know, thank Chris and uh, Nicole for, and of course, the Mach One Media guys uh, for, yeah, uh, super for making excited, it all happen. No, oh, absolutely, man. They did. You, you guys did a killer job there at LST. Um, honestly, I think the reception is probably going to be a little bit better uh, there at the Wharf. Um, it's definitely one of the nicest um, venues around anywhere in the United States to have a car show. And so, make sure you guys are there. Everybody that's coming, be safe. Uh, you know, drive safe. Uh, We're going to have great weather, so I really look forward to it uh, this weekend. Uh, So, Jay, with that being said, Airhead Nation. We will
1: see you not at Orange Beach Invasion if you're not there. We'll see you a few weeks later at Sparks in the Park. We at you. Yo, yo. And as I mentioned, we got Mr. Greg Miller on the podcast. And Greg, dude, man, it's been a minute, but how you been?
0: Doing great, man. Just trying to get ready for the show this weekend.
1: Yeah. Orange Beach Invasion. I definitely want to talk about it, man. Just what an amazing event. And uh, we're so excited about this weekend. I wanted to kind of start off, you know, we've had you on a couple times, usually talking about what's coming up. About a year ago, uh Mike and I were headed out to Texas, and uh, we had stopped, had dinner with you on Thursday night, and I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, like you know, I know a lot of people know that your history goes back a ways with the car and truck scene, right? But um, I wanted to talk a little bit about that. But I wanted to first have you just maybe give a little bit of information backstory about yourself, like where you grew up and and that kind of stuff, Greg.
0: Well, um, originally I'm from uh, Illinois. Uh, Grew up in Illinois all the way till I was about 15 years old, 14, 15 years old, and uh, my dad had some health issues. So uh, with his health issues, uh, we found that it was easier for my dad to breathe easier down here in the climate, down in the South and all. So uh, we packed up, moved down to Mississippi, and uh, it was a big culture shock, man, going from the Midwest you know, porn field, bean field, to beaches and, you know, Highway 90 and uh, seeing the, you know, all the bag trucks and everything. And and uh, I was just automatically drawn to, you know, I've always loved vehicles, but as soon as I started seeing it, man, my first bag truck, that's what I knew I wanted. And uh, uh, just got my driver's license here in Mississippi. Started working on vehicles, started building my stuff, and just never turned back.
1: Well, you know, often it's kind of like many people talk about the, you know, the bug that kind of bit them, and, you know, you kind of laid that foundation, and I do remember you were saying in the past, you know, with, with moving down to the south, it was easier for him to breathe and things like that, it kind of seemed like, but, you know, ever since I've known you, you've always been down in that area. Now, talk to us a little bit about, right, so that's the history of how you got down to the southeast, but... What's a little yep. bit of the backstory on how you got involved with like doing shows? Because I think people that live in that region probably know, but the masses may not yep. that are outside that area.
0: Yeah, well, um, like I said, whenever uh, whenever we got out of high school and everything, man, uh, you know, I had a mini truck, and I met some other guys who had mini trucks, and there was a there was a local club here called Innovative Trends, and I hit it off with those guys. And it was it was a big local club at the time. And also at that time, that's when I had met my wife, you know, um, we got married, had a kid and, you know, the normal family thing slowed down, but we was just starting a family and had, like I said, I even, I even brought my daughter home from the hospital in a, uh, it wasn't even a bag truck back then. Let me back up. We didn't have bagged trucks back then. They were static drop. And at that time we had them. Land to the ground to where when you when you change lanes you had to take out reflectors if you wanted them that low. <laughs> so um, so we was uh, we was a local club and we was we was putting on our first truck show. We was wanting to put on our own truck show, innovative trends, and uh, we did it. And we was also attending all these other shows at the time, and we attended some shows over in like Florida. And up the East Coast and stuff, and they were called Whitley shows. Mm-hmm. And, Of course, you know we didn't know what we didn't know what Whitley was. So uh, we met the gentleman who owned Whitley. His name was Howard Foster, and uh, we just got chatting with that guy and told him that you know we had just got done doing our first show. Well, he wanted to come over here and put on a show in our area, so he teamed up with us or or we teamed up with him, either way, how do you want to look at it, but he started putting on shows in this area, and they were called Whitley, put on those shows, and he would hire me, uh, uh, my friend John Landry, and Eric Kendrick, he hired us, we was going out, helping him, we was the judges, we were the grunt men mm-hmm. doing these shows. And these were just your average shows, you know, you pulled up on a on a Sunday, um, you pulled up, you... You paid your entry fee. You sat there all day, <laughs> and everybody just, everybody just hung out, had a good time, and at the end of the day, then everybody got an award and everybody went home. And we we kept seeing these big shows, these national events like uh, Texas Heat Wave. You know that was that was the the, the one of the big granddaddies back then. Um, Texas Heat Wave resolutions shows that you see in the magazines. And everybody kept wondering, you know, kept people kept saying oh, it, how cool it would be to get a show, a national event down here like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it uh, we did the Whitley shows for several, several years. And finally, we, you know, we, we presented it to Howard, and we wanted to do that. He wasn't really on board to go that big. Um, so me and my buddy Eric Kendrick. We sat back and, you know, after finally hearing from the masses what people really, really wanted, that's when we decided, hey, look, let's do our own show. Let's do a show where you give out cash prizes. Let's do a show where, uh, you know, you give back to the community. Let's do a show where you give out, you know, like airbags and compressors and and you bring in entertainment. You know, Mm -hmm. you bring in these big acts. Well, we know, when we started off, we wasn't... We didn't, have, we didn't plan on bringing in big national acts, but we saw how cool it would be to have um, you know, local bands up on stage playing and mm-hmm. stuff like that, um, make it a two-day event or a three-day event, not just a one-day backyard show. We wanted it to be a big event. So anyway, Eric and I put our heads together. We started going around to all the stereo shops and all the rim and tire shops. These are local shops. Start hitting all them up and, and come find out they wanted the same thing. You know nothing against Howard and and Whitley or anything like that, but they they wanted they wanted more bang for the buck as well. They wanted they wanted to put on big events. They wanted people outside the local area to know that they were here. Mm-hmm. And so we we put, we all pulled together, and um, that's how we started Strengthen the coast. We just we started we we brought in all the national magazines. We brought in mini trucking. We brought in trucking. We brought in. Uh, 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 street trucks We brought in Oh god At the time Was sport trucks. Mm-hmm. Uh What was the other Tailgate magazine yeah. uh, We brought in Dan Davis From Dan Davis From tailgate magazine Then That was all, also About the time When the um, Imports Started popping off So then they Started doing um, What was it, uh, was it Head It was high I think beams was a- High beams High beams High beams That's yeah. it They started spinning off That magazine Anyway So we started bringing All these national magazines and, uh, you know, we want to do the bikini contests and all that, you know. I mean, we, we always looked at Slam Fest. Slam Fest, you know, always had the great bikini contest and stuff like that. And that's what we want to do. Well, uh, the first year, it was just a success because this area wanted it so bad. And it's it's grown to what it is today. You know, I mean, here I am. Literally, I'm, you know, literally... 30 years later, from starting from helping a guy, like being a judge, helping this guy put on shows in the area to where now we are putting on national events. We ain't just putting on one national event. We're putting on uh, six, seven national events between Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a full-time, full-time job and uh it's hard to believe that when I started working for Whitley, my daughter was one year old, yeah <laughs> not even a year old and she has you know she's been raised in the car show scene through her whole life. she doesn't know anything else you know other than car shows to so, to the point now she's she is my right hand person on the car shows she you might as well say, she's more than my assistant. She she keeps me in check on a lot of things. So, you know, it's, it's definitely been a family thing for 30 years.
1: Now, one thing I've always been interested in, you know, you kind of mentioned there the history with, with scraping. For someone that's out there and they maybe want to eventually become a show promoter or they want to do a small van or whatever – was that the first event that you really did, or did you have – I mean, I- I'm assuming you had some some smaller parking lot shows and things like that that helped you once you branched off from who you were partnering with, or was it STC, Scraping the Coast? Did you just go full-fledged with that?
0: Well, you know, working with Whitley, um, you know, once a month, he would put on a show in a different area. He put on one in Fort Walton. He put on one in Pensacola put one on in Gulfport, you know, he put one, I mean, they were all up the East coast, all down Florida, everything. So like, I, I got to give that man credit. That man taught me everything that I needed to know about putting on the car. show. but he also taught me everything that I, that, that what not to do. <laughs> I'm not trying to talk down on him I'm just saying he on his car shows, he wanted to, he only wanted his car shows to, to come to a certain level. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want them to grow any more than what they were. We did. So, it, it you know, literally putting on shows at least once a month, you know, we learned what to do and what not to do. And then all of a sudden, me and Eric just decided, let's do Straight from the Coast. And it was, we jumped in both, you know, we jumped in both feet. And, and went all in the first year, just all in, all or nothing. And that's what Scraping the Coast started out. And then as we did that for several years, that's when I was like, hey, you know, I mean, we're doing this now.
1: Yeah, it's, know, it's becoming a well oiled
0: machine. Right. I mean, while I'm out there promoting for Scraping the Coast, I can also promote for a new show, mm-hmm. and that's when we came up. That's when we came up with Sick Nick, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, "Man, you 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 know, dude! I've, I've had so many other promoters like you were crazy trying to pull on two shows. You know, I don't know how you do it. One drives me crazy enough, and I just found it. I guess doing it for thirty years, I don't know, but I just found it was just as easy to put on two as it was to do one. Mm-hmm. So we we did that and then everybody loved that show. You know, and, and and then next thing you know, you know, every show kinda has a different theme or a different feel. So then then somebody was wanting to do a camping show. And I was like, hey, why not do a camping show, you know? So then next thing you know, I started doing slammer party. And before I knew it, I had three shows going on, I'm juggling them. And it just turned into a big empire, I guess is what you could say. You know, I mean, it's just, it's it's just, it's normal for me. It comes easy to me, you know. So, all the way up to where at one point in time we were doing seven shows a year. Damn. And, 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 uh, seven shows, I, I I will admit, seven shows is enough to make anybody go crazy. <laughs>
1: there's there's I mean, a cutoff, right? right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, literally, like, seven shows, man. You, you, and you start dealing with so many vendors, and you start dealing with so many sponsors and all this, and they all start running together, <laughs> you know? And uh, and that's when my wife and my daughter had to really kick in and help me. Because, you know, it, it one show is hard enough for one guy. You know, um, to do multiple shows, you have to have more people under you to keep you checked, keep keep you organized, you know, and, uh, yeah, I can't argue with where we're at.
1: Well, one thing that I, you know, we may have talked about in the past, but the hustle and the hard work that you've done for all these years that translated into a lot of success with scraping. And that uh, show, I know at least once it was the Mini Trucking Magazine Show of the Year, but it, it the show itself yep. has received accolades from you know national publications because of the, I mean the just unbelievable amount of vehicles that come out there. It brings a lot of quality uh, to to the region, man. And uh, you got to be proud of all the success. Oh yeah, you
0: know talking about how how um, how much work and and, and how much um, stress comes along with putting on a show, you know, you can ask anybody who's ever put on a show. They'll tell you. They'll tell you, you know, I, I've had people that actually come to me and say, at, after they've put on their own show, they've actually said, you know, man, my hat, hat's off to you, man. I got mad respect for you after, after seeing what I went through to put on a show, you know, I got mad respect for you for what you do. But, You know, putting on these shows, it's um, it's, it's
1: a job. It is. Now, um, speaking of, I wanted to kind of say, you know, the dynamic has changed. And I know since you've been around shows a long time, uh, you and I, I think we were just talking about this, but when you think back to like the 90s and these Bill Cox shows and Whitley and whatnot, there were, man, remember there were so many classes and, you know, I'm sure it's like, okay, the judging sheets for, like, points and all the stuff. Now, the way it's kind of morphed into is a lot of these shows do, like, these top 100, top 75, these type of things, and you have all your best of. With all of your history, Greg, you know, going back 30-plus years, do you find, like, even though the quality might be higher level, right? We know these unbelievable rides are being built these days, but do you find it a little easier when you don't have a million classes, or what do you prefer?
0: Um. You know, honestly, it. it, it, it yeah, I think it kind of all depends on the show itself, which show it is. It, it is. To, to, to give you an example, uh, straight from the coast, we still do classes. Um, and 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 it's it's a like you said, it's a well-oiled machine. Everything goes smooth. Yes, we do give out a pretty good amount of awards. And a lot of people think, well, if I just do a top fifty or top one hundred, that'll make it so much easier. And and (laughs) I would be willing to, I'd be willing to bet if you were to ask Lonnie and Radar of LST or anybody else who puts on a good big show, it's not as easy, you know, because a lot of people in their mind think, oh man, it's easy. You just picked the hundred nicest ones, but when you got 1000 nicest ones. Yeah. And you're going through and you're like, "Oh my god, okay, out of out of these 1000 vehicles that are worthy of a trophy, how do I determine that one out of every 10 is the best of the 10?"
1: Yep. Yeah, You know, so it, it's not easy.
0: If you had 200 cars and you did a top 100, yeah, that's that make that would be a whole lot easier, but but when you you know when you got thousands of vehicles, let's let's just say you have a two thousand car show, and it, and you know for a fact in the back of your mind, if thousands of them are worthy of a trophy. It it's hard. It's stressful. I mean, I'm gonna tell you I like that straight to the coast. Uh, uh, when when we go to do the best of show awards,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean we got we got roughly twenty seven, twenty eight awards, and you would think that'd be so easy.
1: Like, be- like best paint, but then you have all these vehicles that are just unbelievable graphics and painted everything. It's got to right. just be like pulling your hair right. out.
0: Right. I mean, you, right, you might you might be like, oh, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, oh, Joe Blow, he's got best paint. And then you're thinking best engine goes to, you know, John Doe and, oh, this person. Just, but then when you get to walking around, all of a sudden you're like, oh, my god, I forgot all about this guy. Let me go look at his motor. to and so now you're comparing two, boom, 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 boom. And then, you, then, and then you realize, oh, this guy over here has got a badass mother motor, too. So you're, you're trying to expect, well, next thing you know, you've done kill 45 minutes trying to figure out which one's the best out of three. You've knocked that out. Now you got to go do the same thing over for the guy with the best paint. <laughs> and then you got to go. So it's, you know, it, it really, that to me straight to the coast. That, you can ask my wife and my daughter, everybody that is in the office, during and Coast. To me, that is the most stressful thing to me of and Coast is picking out the best of because you want to make sure you gave it to the right person that really deserved it, you
1: know? Well, and speaking of that, you know, people are kind of getting some insight. We're talking to Greg Miller here from uh, Custom Car Show Productions. You know, obviously Scraping the Coast, Orange Beach Invasion. You got uh, After Hours, and then um, you also have Bayou Showdown. But when... When I think of the amount of work that goes into it, uh, just to give some insight, Greg, how many folks do you have that like at scraping, right? Because that's like the flagship event. How many folks do you have that are helping with this, right? Because you can't do it yourself. And and, when, and I'm talking about the ju- the judging in particular.
0: Just judging in particular. Hmm. Um, judging in particular, we'll have roughly we'll have roughly 15 judges. And that's drive-through judging, you know. To me, that's the easiest setup is drive-through judging because they don't have to walk around and look for vehicles and and try to find this guy and try to find that guy because they're driving around. But we still have about 15 judges just for drive-through judging.
1: Now, that reminded me of something. Now, do you do something unique? Do you try to do the judging on the, the front end of them coming in Because at first, when you said that, I was like, well, wait a minute. It gets so tight in there with so many badass vehicles packed in, but you guys have that unique system you use.
0: Yes. Uh, On Scraping the Coast, what we do is when they pull into the actual Coliseum, they pull into an AC building. We got, I think it's three or four lanes wide of registering, and they register, they get all their paperwork, they pull out, we have a little area that hey if if you, you know if you just literally drove straight here you could pull off to of this area right here you can clean your vehicle you detail it whatever you want to do um, and then get back in line and the moment before you even leave that building you can get judged now if for some reason you are not ready to be judged or what have you you can request hey i would rather park my car let me get my display set up, all this, and we'll pull your seat off the side and mark it. And then what we do is, at the end of the day, when everybody's done, our judges will go judge those vehicles. But but for the most part, right after you register and you collect all your stuff and you get your sheet, you pull up to the next thing. Uh, we got five lanes of judging, and you pull up, and they get you judged. And we do this for... Several reasons. One, so our judges ain't wearing themselves out, out in the heat, trying to find Joe Blow because they, you know, you're trying to find this one car in acres of parking.
1: Uh-huh, yep. and,
0: you, and you can't find it. Come find out. He drove off to go get a burger or something, you know? <laughs> right. Um, you know, and the second reason is for the participants, they can, they themselves can pull in, get the judging out of the way. And then they have the whole weekend to have fun. They don't have to sit there and wait beside their vehicle all weekend long, waiting for the judge to come, judge their vehicle. You know, I mean, you've seen it so many times. A, a, a poor guy spent half the morning detailing his car, getting all ready, and he's sitting there, and he's waiting, and he's waiting, and he's, waiting and he's waiting, he's waiting. And then finally he, he caved in because, man, he's either got to go to the bathroom, he's got to go get a drink. And sure enough, <laughs> it, he goes and does something, the judge done came and judged him, and now he can't find a judge. So it's really a convenience that drive-through judging is a convenience for both parties. It just makes it simpler and and, and, and easier.
1: Yeah, and, and there, you, there you hear it, folks. I mean, some of the insight and in someone that's been doing this for 20, 30 years, you try to always improve your event because... You know, Greg. Let's be honest. You want to make it a good experience for these showgoers, but at the same time, oh yeah. Just like with any business, you want to become more efficient. You know, you don't want to have a line uh, that's 200 vehicles deep trying to get judged. If you can go, well, hey, let's do it on the front end, right? I also like that you give exactly. You know, you give the option to someone that might be coming in with a high end, you know, hundred thousand plus vehicle, or, or way more, of course, but that that might want to detail and clean and stuff like that. But I wanted to ask too. One thing that we always appreciate is the amazing artwork uh, that you end up coming up with uh, for these events, like we're talking about scraping the coast right now. Uh, how do you go about selecting some of those vehicles? I know you shared some insight in the past, but I was real curious on that.
0: Basically we do is we take what Ron Perkins calls real builds. Yep. Um, you know, in the past, me going to shows, we'd buy a show shirt and from other shows and they weren't real builds. They were, they were, uh, you know, you might, you might go to a car show or a truck show, or whatever. And you might buy, and it might have a, a Mazda mini truck on there or a Nissan or or something in that nature, a a full size, but it was never an actual real truck and um, I just thought how cool would it be to start incorporating the people who actually come to our shows and support our shows, give them a little spotlight, you know, show them the love for supporting our events so that's what we do. We go out to these shows, people who support us, um, you know, we will, if they, if they have a truck that really grabs attention, um, Hey, we'll, we'll go up to them and say, Hey man, would you love to have your truck on a, a shirt? Of course, who doesn't, you know, right, right. I mean, who doesn't want to see your truck on, on what, you know, we, for straight Coast, we literally do 4,500 shirts. Wow. Um, so who wouldn't want to see, who, who wouldn't want to go to LST or, uh, you know, last resort, slam fest whatever, and all of a sudden you see every time you turn around you see a, a straight in the coast shirt there with your truck on it, you know. Mm-hmm. So we do that, and then then basically I I sit back and I try to think of a scene and and I, I I picture it in my brain what I want this shirt to look like. So I'll take, you know, like for example, we for OBI for we took um Joe Slades ten. Yep. And and I said, you know, I would love to put Joe Slade's truck on a shirt. So I sit back and I said, you know, I look at that truck and I just try to think what kind of uh background would look, you know, killer with this. Mm-hmm. You know, so basically I get with Brandon at Fuel Kit and I and I tell Brandon, Hey man, um, you know, we we uh we would like to put your time here and and uh uh i want palm trees i want tiki guy i want a tiki hut i want the beach field and i have this picture in the back of my mind and then i give it to him of course i could paint a picture to you yep and you're 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 taking it totally different than when i'm trying to paint it to you mm-hmm. and that's what he does every time he, he he'll take that picture and he usually does it 10 times better than what I even thought of.
1: Yeah, and you had cut and, out there for a, a second, and that was branded at Fuel Market. I know you have a, a great yep. relationship with them, and they do a lot of cool stuff. And, you know, that's what I would encourage people, that when you go to an event like Scraping the Coast, you have this opportunity if if you've got something eye-catching that, uh, you know, Greg will, uh, you know, you know, and his folks will approach you sometimes and say, hey, you know, like what he just said. You know, we want to pick you. Uh, You've had some really cool artwork, and I love how you mix it up, too. You know, me being a Lincoln guy, I really kicked myself for not getting in line a couple years ago. And you had (laughs) uh, the amazing 64, the black Lincoln on it. And uh, the artwork looks so good. And then, you know, I know you you partner up real good with Doug, who does a lot of your, um, you know, some of your awards. And uh, I remember seeing the artwork, and I was like, wow, it looks so good. He did some of the acrylic things and, and whatnot.
0: Yep. So. Yeah, it, 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 you know, you know, it's 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 not just scraping the coats, It's not just me. It's you know, it's a whole team of people. It ain't just my team of scraping the coast. It's it's fuel market. It's Doug Johnson with Creative House. It's it's everything to Brian Good with Grinder TV. You know, uh, Street Trucks Magazine. It's it's all these people that come together as a team to make the event. Yep. And, uh, you know, we can't do it without them. We can't do it by ourselves. We can't do it without the people that come to our show to support us. We can't do it without the sponsors. We can't do it without the vendors. I mean, it's it, it's a big, gigantic group effort. I'm just the guy that is, like, trying to put all these people together.
1: Yep. You're like the project manager pulling people together and making it happen. And, you know, some of the other, you know, quick things I want to hit on is, you know, obviously you recently did the skateboard. You link back up with the, you know, the OG BAD guys. I think that that was cool. You've had, like you said, entertainment, but you've grown that. You've had some pretty big acts that come out that I always enjoy. Uh, you've got the indoor, you've got the outdoor, you've got the summer. I know in the past you've had the burnout contest when you think of Scraping the Coast, I mean, you've grown this thing um, to an amazing level. You, obviously, I think you're on the 19th year. Um, Mike always had to correct me. Um, when you start thinking 20 years and 20 plus, like, um, are there still things that you want to accomplish with the, with an event
0: that of that magnitude? Oh, yes, definitely. There's things that I still want to do. There's things that I want to do for, I wanted to do this year and this past year. You know, COVID kind of, tied our hands behind our backs on some things, but, you know, being a show promoter, you you take pride in, in what you've done. You know, like, a lot of these show, show promoters, they can vouch that after they've done the show, they pull their hair out, they said, I'll never do another one again, it was too much stress. For me, it's always been, you know, when you get up on stage or whatever and you see thousands and thousands of people staring at you, and they're so glad you brought that to them. you you made that car show happen to them. That's what I take back. I take that back, and I realize, man, I made I made all these people happy, and and it's a sense of pride to me that I I was a, I was able to establish that. That so you want to you want to do things next year to make it bigger, better. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? If if, if you don't, you'll become stale. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we've and, seen. And, the, and, we and always joke and say,
1: like the Kodaks of the world. You don't want to become them,
0: right? So, yeah, I mean, our me and my partners. You know, we just got back from LST. Uh, we rented a house over there. Um, you, you and Mike was there. Um, you know, we one thing we talked about on the way to LST was twenty years, man. Straight to coast, is fixing to be twenty years, and and. We really want to blow it out the park. I mean, we really we want to do something. And I'm, I'm I don't want to say what we've got planned yet because yeah. I don't want to jinx myself. But but me and my partners have sat back and said, guys, on our 20 years, man, let's let's double down. Let's do this, and let's show these people that we appreciate their years of support. And you know, doesn't matter what it takes, doesn't matter what it costs, this is what we wanna do. And every la- you know, all three partners were, hell yeah, let's do it. And so twenty years, I everybody better be ready for twenty years. Uh we're we're gonna make some announcements here uh before long and I think everybody's gonna be blown away of what we're fixing to do.
1: Yeah, it's awesome that you had this flagship event. You um, you mentioned earlier you branched off, right? Because when you become good at something, you go, hey, let's do more of it. And you've had these other shows. And I want to um briefly hit on this weekend with Orange Beach Invasion. Many of you are going to be on the road Friday. We know Craig uh, is flying in from the Pacific Northwest, a uh, real good dude. Uh, he came to Mini Nats. He's been uh, uh, floating around uh, one of the – um, sitting pretty guys up there. Real good dude. So I think that's going to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You're going to have people coming from all over. And that's, you know, that's obviously a thing that's been happening, which is great. But when you think about Orange Beach Invasion, you think about how you've grown this, right? From a seed. Uh, Robbie Bryant, yeah. I know, is, is a key partner with Keg Media. Great guy. Uh, you got to be excited yep. about this one, man, because the momentum continues to come every single
0: year with OBI. Yeah. OBI, that started off. Um, actually OBI has been in, in the back of my mind for probably about 15 years. It was going to be actually, I wanted it to be a show that I did in the future, not, not even to today's, you know, time. I wanted it to be a future that even say years and years after the Coast, that that would be a show. I'm an old man now, but I'm going to say when I'm like really an old man, (laughs) I wanted it to be more, I wanted it to be more like a cruising the coast um, type show, good guys type show to where everybody come there and, you know, sit back in their lawn chairs and all that. But, you know, things happened and uh, Robbie came to me and Robbie was like, you know, man, I really, you know, I, I really, we put some effort in this area and, And I really want to do a show. And I said, you know what, dude? I've got a spot. I said, if you want to do a show, let's do a show. And he's like, really? Where at? I said, and we hopped in the truck and drove two hours over there so I could show him. And it was like, hell yeah. Let's do it. And that's how Orange Beach came about, you know. And this is our fifth year. And in five years' time. Even from last year, we had a great turnout from last year, especially with the whole COVID nineteen kicking off. We really didn't know if we were gonna be able to have the event. Oh, yeah. It was a awesome show, and to 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 a year later, like it's it's uncontrollable. It's like I mean, it is every day, all day. We're getting three registrations in by the masses. That it's just like we're sitting back, going, "Oh my God, what have we created here?" You know, and um, there's people coming from everywhere, and uh, so again, that gives you a sense of pride of, "Wow, I built this." You know, we, not just me, we built it. Me and Robbie built this. You know. Oh yeah. And uh, uh, but it's it, it it's something that uh that you just When you start something and and you get a few hundred cars here and, you know, next year you get a couple more hundred cars and then, you know, now we're, you know, we're, we have a lot of cars coming. And I mean a lot. It's like, it's overwhelming the amount of vehicles that's coming to OBI this weekend. So.
1: Well, and like you said, it's a good feeling. It's a great event. It's a great event. It's a great venue. But when you have a great team behind it, that is, uh, has a well-oiled machine of scraping the coast. Obviously, uh, Robbie has had great success with. Um, and keep me honest; I always say it wrong. Uh, slamily
0: reunion, slammer reunion, and he does a uh, lift the truck nationals
1: and lift the truck nationals. So you know, with with it, with you know, we've had him on before with his um, resume, if you will, of these amazing builds that he's done for many years and some of the shows. I mean, it was great to see the two worlds collide with both of you guys. And to do this event, um, I would encourage anyone, if if you've never been to the wharf, dude, I tell you what, you got to come down. Uh, many of you are going to be down there. I love that all these different clubs will come out and support. But if it's something that you can't um, be at this year, you can go on street trucks. I know you're excited about this. We've got the live stream we're going to be doing that's going to hit Facebook and YouTube. Uh, yep. But on top of that, Uh, you know, I tell people follow the hashtags, either orange beach invasion or OBI 2021. We'll be using those heavily on Instagram and Facebook. And you'll have a chance to see all the, the photos, but what gets you most excited about, you know, you're going to be leaving, I'm sure with the next day or so getting in the town there. If you're not already there, what are you most excited about when you roll in to the town that you're going to be having a show at?
0: Well, we'll be rolling in town first thing in the morning. And, um, you know when we get there, tomorrow's usually a pretty easy day. you know we just sit there and we watch our vendors roll in we we can't really start setting nothing up until midnight, unfortunately, but um, we sit there and we try to get things worked out that we can get worked out, start getting vendors set up um but the one thing I look forward to the most on that show is not only seeing everybody and and, and and seeing all my friends and everything from out of town, but the one thing that I always look forward to is the nightlife um, if anybody's ever seen the pictures or the videos they have i mean the wharf itself its it's a it's a it's a resort it's a destination um, you they got what they call main Street. Uh, And then they got Wharf Parkway, which is, but it comes to a T. And everything's lit up with, they got palm trees. They got, uh, all these palm trees are lit up with a multi-million dollar light show um, that that plays along with music. They got these laser beams mounted throughout the whole resort that can project things like, let's say, uh, a pirate ship going down over these stores. And they can shoot a cannonball to another pirate ship. And it's it's a light show. I don't want to say as extravagant as uh, Fremont Street in, in uh, Vegas. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's mm-hmm. really, really nice. I mean, when they play the music, all the LED lights on the palm trees go with the music. And, I mean, it's just so cool to see all these badass trucks and cars out there under all these lights and Everybody just hanging out. You know, a lot of shows you go to, you know, a a lot of people always hit me up and say, what's the hours of the show? Well, it's actually 8 a.m. on Friday and ends about 3 p.m. on Sunday. That's actually the hours because you never leave. So at nighttime, what I enjoy the most seeing all this is you you don't have to leave at 6 p.m. like most shows you you can go to your condo you can go to your hotel room you can get a shower you come back out and you can hang out at your truck all weekend long under all these laser lights and you can get these rad pictures like if you've ever seen the pictures you'll see you'll see exactly what I'm talking about like there's some of the best photo ops you can get with like your truck sitting there and all of a sudden there's red glow on it or you see a a laser show going on or you can see the ferris wheel that's got a light show on it itself going in the background it's just to me that's my favorite time and seeing seeing everybody hanging out and having a good time um rather than just going back to a hotel and hanging out you know
1: yeah there's no doubt about it and you know last year we were obviously going there and the world was kind of quickly changing with all this news of the covid stuff but what was cool is you were still able to have the event uh, some of the police officers, they kind of just strolled through down there, and they challenged us to uh, some, some cornhole, and we had that going on. And Like you said, the vibe is amazing, and the other aspect, you kind of hinted at it, is with the wharf being the way it's set up, if you stay right there at one of the hotels that's right next door at one of the condos, you literally walk upstairs, you can get a shower, you can come downstairs, eat. And then, boom, you walk right on the street and it's all shut down. And then you, you know, you're chilling with the homies. So it really is kind of a destination show. You go to it and uh, it just makes you want to, you know, hang
0: out, man. Yeah, it's an experience. You know, that's what I tell everybody. If, they, if there's one word that you can sum it up, it's an experience.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely agree. Now, um, I wanted to – so OBI, again, you can follow the official Instagram. It's Orange Beach Invasion Show. Uh, One of the partners, they also have Orange Beach Invasion, so there are those two Instagrams. Uh, Facebook is going to be really where a lot of the information, the key information shared. I know, Greg, you guys have also done a fantastic job of sharing uh, some of the parking overhead views and some of the key things that people shouldn't be doing. And I don't want to go through all of those because I think most mini truckers, we all know, like, hey, let's respect the facility because uh, that's key in having events come back to next year, obviously. But um, was there anything else before we kind of talked about a few other things that you wanted to share related to OBI this weekend in Orange Beach, Alabama? Yeah,
0: you know, really, I mean, I think we pretty much covered everything. We want, we just want everybody to come out and have a good time. We want everybody to respect the place because if, you know, the wharf is one of those places that, like I said, they're a high end resort. You know, they, they're very proud of their facility. Anybody comes here and tears up, they don't want, it ain't, it ain't that they just don't want that one person there. They, they absolutely don't want that. They, they won't want the whole crowd there. So it's just one of those things that we want everybody to have a good time and, and, and respect their property just as much as you would want everybody to respect your property you know um you 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 wouldn't want somebody coming over to your your vehicle and and uh destroying it so why go to their property and destroy it you know just just come out have a good time and uh check out some badass rides meet some new people see some old ones <laughs> make great memories and And then before you know it, unfortunately, Sunday comes in a blink of an eye and you're heading back home. And uh Well, I mean that's all boiled down to just have a good time.
1: Well, this is one of the first shows in a while that I'm not gonna have to peel out of town Sunday morning, you know. Now I get to Galavan a little bit longer like Mike Murray normally does. And um we're gonna be uh celebrating our wedding anniversary, which was three eight, Maddie's B Day, which we call St. Maddie's Day. Um, so that's the 20th. But we're going to basically be in, be in town from Friday to Tuesday. And if that's any indication, everyone, that literally you can go here. You can make it kind of a mini vacation. Uh, we live in the South and we love it. But you know many of you uh, are going to come down from the North. Get out of that cold weather. Come on down. It's a great venue. And then hashtag OBI 2021. Uh, hashtag Orange Beach Invasion. That way, we can kind of uh, see some of your posts. You can also tag Orange Beach Invasion Show on Instagram. Now, um, Greg, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, a few more things before I let you go because, dude, uh, this has been real fun. Just kind of chopping it up. Uh, you, I know, la- I think it was la- was it technically last year? You sold the Mazda. Uh, talk to us about some. You know, you got this huge car and truck passion. We've established that. But you've got some cool rides. Is there anything you wanted to share about some of the stuff that you have kind of in your fleet, so to speak?
0: Yeah, well, we got, um, you know, we built the Mazda last year, and uh, a good buddy of mine, Sal Martinez, wanted it. And I wasn't really ready to get rid of it, but I saw this was an opportunity for me to uh, pull Farm Truck out and finally give him a makeover that he's been needing for a long time. I I parked it. I parked matter of fact, uh two weeks ago at LST, I parked farm truck seven years ago. And it you know, my wife and I we got our fifty five Bel Air, we started enjoying it. Um it was just one of those things everybody kept saying, Man, when are you gonna bring out farm truck? When are you gonna bring out farm truck and you know, I was enjoying the new car so much and, you know how it is. The more and more people keep saying, we ain't going to bring it out, the more the more you really just keep losing interest, and you, and you just keep saying, you know what, I'm not going to bring it out anytime soon. It's retirement. But when I sold that truck, I said, you know what, this is a chance right here. I'm going I'm to bring this truck out, and it's going to be 10 times better than it ever was. Um, farm truck is, was one of those trucks that I honestly think that I could pull it out, washed it up, Hold it to a show, and everybody was still drool all over it, you know, paint job, everything on it. Everybody just loved that truck. But we uh, we went ahead and bit the bullet. We bought a roaster shop chassis, Um, went ahead and got the the strange rear end, narrow rear end. Um, We are converting it over to um, 20 by 12s on it versus the 20 by 8s. We are, I've got a, uh, all aluminum 6.0. We put, uh, big cam in it. Brian Tuley races, day three cam. Uh, I mean, we're doing the, uh, Borla eight stack injection system on it. Um, I mean, we're this go around, we're going all out. We're doing everything that I wished I'd have done first. time. we're going to do it the second time. We're going to. We're gonna get it all repainted. We're gonna get everything fixed that we, the way we wanted it. Um, it's it's blown into fifty million pieces right now. So, Hell
1: yeah, man! And you uh, got to be excited about it. I talked to you a little bit about it when we were kind of uh, hanging out you know, for Lone Star Throwdown 2021, and it's just uh, the amount of hustle that you have and the passion that you have for the truck scene, really, in just the automotive scene in general. You seem to always have your ear an eye out there on social media just in general looking for cool stuff and is there one mm-hmm. thing on like a bucket list that you have in the back of your head that says you know i really want one of these uh and and is there yeah. is there anything that you haven't had
0: um yeah oh well, there's a bunch i haven't had <laughs> there's a bunch of that there's a bunch of that um i've had that i wish i kept and my wife is just as passionate for vehicles as i am there's she wants me to buy everything that's on our bucket list. <laughs> um,
1: that's a good one. I, I I
0: Unfortunately, I don't have the property for it right now. Like, um, our next thing is that I want is a 62 bubble top. Okay. Um, I want a 62 bubble top. I want, I want a first gen tomorrow. I want one of them laid out with 24 by 15s under it. Um, and I'm talking about laid out on the ground. Uh, I mean, you know, you can't go to a car show or a cruise cruising or anything without walking around and saying, "Oh, what I'd do to have one of them!" You know, mm-hmm. I want them all. Oh, you know? Yeah. Um, there's if 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 my pockets were deep enough, and I had enough, and and I and I had a barn big enough, it, it it'd be dangerous. <laughs> so. Oh, I can. There's there's, there's bunches bunches that I want, and 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 uh, hopefully I still have plenty more time on this earth where I can still get those bunches one day. But it's just one day at a time. Right now, I'm 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 working on farm truck and I'm working on Sam, which is a '67 C10, and both of those right now are just consuming my time. Well, uh,
1: you know, you, we got to get some of that Mike Murray money. You know, we we know he's uh, he's got the mayor the um the mayor's mansion as Dizzy, you know, has, has shown us in the photos and stuff. And, but, uh, mm-hmm. in all seriousness, I know Mike's excited about the Mazda, you know, his debut, of course, here at OBI. So I'm I'm hoping that all goes well, but, um, yeah, man, you know, you, you've had some cool stuff. I tell you that Mazda, it really struck a chord with a lot of us. Anytime I post photos that, uh, you know, you, you, you know, you take your trucks and your vehicles to a lot of different shows. And, you know, I was always um, happy to see that thing because it's such a cool truck and i think Sal got something really awesome and he's obviously starting to make it his yep. own he's done some cool stuff to it some things i know that you had shared with me that you were gonna maybe do uh, as well but man dude uh that's that's pretty cool stuff man what else um I, I mean i know i'm trying to think you know what else we could maybe hit upon like you know any other hints i mean the only thing i wanted to say is that and you don't even have to comment on this, but I know like you're a super passionate guy. And I think sometimes, you know, folks might, you know, see, uh, the Greg Miller that, that I used to see years ago on social media. And you go, man, you know, Greg's passionate about what he does, but you know, I would encourage anyone if you, if you're at an event, um, go up and talk to Greg real quick. Obviously he's going to be busy guy, but you know, Greg's a guy that will always stop and and shake your hand. And and thank you for coming out to a show. Um, I think the other thing is that, um, maybe you're sometimes misunderstood because you're so passionate and uh you know i would i would i would tell anybody that you know think about if if your job was under the microscope all the time and in in this world that we live in with social media uh and and show promoting it goes really hand in hand but you know think about this if if some folks were you know scrutinizing everything that you did uh or i did right i mean i'm not perfect i think people would see that um you know, it's not easy to maintain all that stuff. So I, I think you do a commendable job of of pulling together people and 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 you know vehicles and these big amazing events that we all love to go to. But um, I would encourage people to come out to the events because, like Mike and I have said time and time again, um, you know the magazines go away if people don't subscribe, and the people the shops aren't making money to to um, to pr- to promote right with ads. Uh, shows go away if people don't come out to the shows, right. And, and, and behave. So, you know, I just wanted to kind of reinforce that to you, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, at at the shows, we're so busy and, and be honest with you, there would be nothing more that I would love to do than to, you know, shoot the crap with every single person there. I would love to go shake each and every person's hand and thank them for coming out, um, and there there are times that, you know, I, 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 I catch it all the time. Like, I might be on the golf cart flying because, you know, somebody's going to hit me up on the radio. Oh, something's going on over here. And I'm having to go there try to put this fire out. Um, and as I'm going, I hear, Greg, Greg. And, and it's like, I don't have time, you know. I don't want those guys to think I'm blowing them off. It's just when you're promoting show, you're getting pulled from – Every direction there is possible, but anytime anybody you know if they see me whatever and they want to you know just talk for a few minutes, I'm always there I you know love talking with people. I mean nobody nobody likes an enemy, nobody wants to not make a friend um, but you know we love everybody that comes to our shows and uh, we try to make everybody happy. Unfortunately, sometimes you can't make everybody happy, but we do our best. And um, like I said, like you said, we we love car shows. You know, we everything about it. You know, they, they they say if what's the old saying? If if you do what you love doing, you'll never work a day in your life. Yep. And and I'm the poster child of that.
1: Hundred percent, man. Yeah, and don't you know don't get caught up. And, and, you know, a lot of folks, I think, you know, we're enthusiasts. We've been doing this 20, this is my 25th year of going to shows and uh, sometimes people get misconceptions and things like that. But, you know, the thing I've always tried to do is just, Hey, go to the shows and have a good time. It doesn't matter what show, Hey, love for you to go to a custom car show production event. But, you know, the cool thing is now um, the, the one thing we didn't talk a lot about, but with street trucks, I know you really appreciate them. Uh, when Chris and Nicole first came on board with Street Trucks, they went right to scraping the coast, and and they had a great time. They did the top ten. They had amazing coverage. Uh, you get a lot of the national magazines. which there's not a lot of these uh, to go around these days. But right. but they they're transitioning into the next thing, right? This this whole digital media, and uh, we've seen it before from Brian at Grinder TV and so many other great folks, but. Uh, we're excited about that, and it, it is going to bring a new dimension. If if you know, there's some folks out there that don't have the time or money or they've got a young uh, kind of startup family, uh, you can go out on social media, Facebook, YouTube. You can follow Street Trucks Magazine, and you can watch from the comfort of your home. your home. Now, that doesn't replace yep. going to shows. I mean, let's be honest. However, hey, there's some events I can't make, and if I can get some insight into it from home via my Apple TV or iPhone, Hey, I'm all about it, right, Craig?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and just like you said, you know, just because Street Trucks is out there covering it, you know, you're you're having to watch it through their eyes. You know. It, it's not the same as being at the show. You know, they're they're over here filming this, but if you're at the show, even though they're over here filming this, you you might want to go down and look at that OBS or you might want to go over to look at that old Ford or something, you know, what I mean being at the show is always the best part. That's when you get to your friend. Uh, yeah. But, you know, thankful thankful for Chris and Nicole and Street Trucks for doing what they do. You know, there's no reason to miss a show now. You can watch it. You can, you can stream it and watch it and actually feel like you're there.
1: Yeah, and it's just, um, I think it's going to continue to bring forth, you know, more stuff, more excitement for people to want to get out there and build stuff. You know, we get a lot of compliments, so we don't talk about them all the time, but people that said, hey, man, I thought the scene was dead. There was a guy that just had messaged us the other day that went into kind of a long post, and he said he found the podcast. And he literally, this this is a Joe Mahaffey, he says, hey, guys, or whoever this is, uh, I'm not psycho or anything, but I got a long story. And he said, hey, look, I was in a motorcycle accident five years ago, uh, left me in a wheelchair the majority of the time, and I needed an outlet. And he kind of goes on to say that mm-hmm. the energy that we bring on the podcast, he's realized the scene is not dead. And, um, you know, to me, that's what our role is. And, and if you've been in the scene a long time, you know, get out there and motivate the homies, the chicas, you know, get in the garage and help them. Because, Greg, you know, you've had some cool stuff over the years. I know you're passionate. But for me, it's, you know, even me having kind of bringing Bada Bing back to a certain level where I can enjoy it uh, a little bit more than I did in the past, it's... Um, there's no greater feeling than cruising in your shit, is there, man?
0: That's it, brother. That's it, man. Just, just hopping in your ride, driving it, enjoying it, pulling up at a red light, looking over, seeing the people next to you giving the thumbs up. That's 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 the best feeling.
1: Cranking the tunes, yeah. hitting the switches. If you got adjustable suspension, Ch-ch-ch-ch. dude, life is that's good, it, man. Just yeah.
0: Just just enjoy it and be grateful that you're not driving a boring old station wagon or something, you know? <laughs> I did a, like, the, I did know, like or, the
1: one at Lone Star, Or a though. minivan.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, be, be grateful you're not driving a minivan, you know?
1: Yeah, I see. I think about well, it all the time. A lot of folks that, you know, I just call them average Joes. They're guys that just get up. They go to work. They don't. Have a hobby. They, you know, they dabble. They watch the TV shows. They're like, oh man, you know, my wife won't let me do anything, or or vice versa, right? It could be uh, the other way around. But um, you know, I think about it all the time. It's like, man, thank God I'm not just, at least in my mind, just a boring dude that gets up, goes to work, doesn't really have a hobby. Uh, and like you just said, man, it's like be thankful you got something cool, you got something to go get your hands dirty with, because uh, just some of those things I tend to forget about, and I got to remind myself that, hey. Uh, even on a bad day, we got it pretty damn fucking good, man.
0: <laughs> That's what my dad would always exactly. say. But, um, exactly. I mean, you see a lot of these guys who wake up, go to work, come home, wake up, go to work, come home, mow the grass on Sunday, wake up, go to work, come home. And it's like, are, are they waiting to die? You know, is that it? Is that, is that your life? But we actually have a scene that I think is pretty rad.
1: Yeah, it is, and there's a, it, it runs deep. There's people that have had you know great success, like you know we know extensive has came out to scraping. Um, You know you've had guys like Bill Carleton and Mike Finnegan and some of these guys in the scene, uh, Ryan Fringling House and so on. But then you have other folks that have have built these amazing businesses like Jimmy or like uh, Eric at Little Shop and and some of these businesses that we mm-hmm. look up to that many of us get parts from and things like that. So you know, the good thing is you just got to give, you know, you got to be positive out there. You got to build something cool that at least is something that you think is cool and get out to a show. Uh, it amazes me that, you know, shows are are very reasonably caught. There's a very reasonable cost to them. You know, a lot of shows these days just to get in the gate is 20 bucks. So you add a few bucks on top of that, boom, you got your vehicle, two arm bands, and then you're rocking out for the entire weekend. But, um, You know, Greg, it's always uh, great to chat with you. Um, you got a lot of insight. I always like picking your brain uh, to your daughter and your wife. You know, just keep doing what you guys do. and uh, Custom Car Show Productions, man. I don't think we've seen the last of you guys. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Yep. Nope. And and let's don't forget, right after Orange Beach Invasion, April 17th, we got... After uh, Hours. After Hours. We got After Hours... uh, at the Hank Aaron stadium and it's just a one night show, but it's, it's, it's that old school field where come on out and hang out, man. You know, just relax, chill, BS with people. And, and, uh, we're, we're expecting that to be a great show as well. Yeah. You got
1: to topple Mike Murray. He thinks he's running shit down here with after dark, but with after hours at Hank Aaron stadium, you know, that stadium had opened uh, back in April of 97. And the good thing is it's in a very central location there in Alabama. It's in Mobile. So if you go on Google yep. Maps, you can check it out. And again, it's got that nighttime feel. Still a little bit cooler weather before we get into the crazy summer uh, and need that free on mm-hmm. poison in that air conditioning, as we always joke about. but
0: Well, that's why we do that nighttime. So you ain't got to <laughs> sit there in the sun yeah. and sweat it out. It, it's, it's almost like Back when we were kids, and we we all go hang out somewhere at nighttime and just sit around BS, you know? That's oh, yeah. the feel that that show brings on. Yeah, and, we, uh, we got to
1: get Sean Randall, though, like on a maybe get a little hat. I, I know we got to get extra insurance, but maybe, you know, he always talks about the old days going to the BMX the freestyle shops with, you know, Bill Allen. He doesn't
0: he doesn't talk about the old days. He brags about the old days.
1: Yeah, he's always bragging. And if we could get a little half-pipe, man, right, and we could maybe get him out there right. or like a little vanilla ice outfit, get him to car- carve some lines
0: in his head. I think we should do that. You I know? think we should give him a half-pipe out there because I want to see him. I want to see him do that because I, I, we might need to have 911 on –
1: yeah, we would have an ambulance. You know, we would all pitch in the few bucks to have the the medical staff on standby. We know he can right. do it. You know, we'd we just say, don't even do a trick, man. Just you know, maybe just try to ride it one time.
0: Like I can't do it. But right. I heard Sean's
1: good. You know. <laughs> but yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, from 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 what I'm told, Sean was like, he was up there back in the day. He was well known, and um, I think he's bragging, but. Uh, he says he was, and 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 uh, I would like to see him to, you know, do a couple flips or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, like they said in Rad,
0: he
1: still got it in Hulk Hogan eat your yeah. heart out. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, yeah, it was cool that you guys came down when you guys came down for Mike's show after dark. We got a chance to go eat over at uh, Frenchie's, and uh, he brought the the truck out, and everybody everybody was like, "Hey, can I take a photo with it?" He's like, "Yeah, go ahead. You know, no problem." But um. It's always cool seeing that thing roll. such a nice truck. It's been done for years, and it's still out there riding clean.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it still looks like the day they rolled it out.
1: Yeah, and is he going to get buckwheat done soon, you think?
0: Don't (laughs) even get me started on him with buckwheat. Uh, I'm going to have to go over there and and start pushing him to get it done. But he says he's trying to get it done for uh, many nats. but I'll believe it when I see it.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I hope he does, and you could follow B U K dot W E A T on Instagram. That's his little Insta page. But look up Randall, Sean Randall, S E A N man, he he's riding clean, and he's obviously, uh, you know, in the in the fold here, helping with a lot of stuff uh, with the custom car show productions and stuff like that. So um, I know you guys are partnered up on a couple of events and uh by you showdowns on the rise mike went out there last year i know you said that that's just growing to epic proportions and that's always the weekend before thanksgiving i think if i got that right yep yeah, yep yeah. so it's going to be on the rise we have got to talk more about it but dude greg thank you so much dude really appreciate what you do and i can't wait to see what you're cooking up for scraping the coast 2021 uh we're we're anxious to see the awards i know feltham has done a great job and uh we can't wait to talk more brother
0: Sounds good, brother, and we appreciate everything y'all do for us, man, and uh, look forward to seeing you this weekend.
1: No breaks, my brother. We appreciate you.
0: All right, buddy. Thank you.
1: Everyone, have a great weekend, and we'll hit you guys next week with another episode. We got you. Peace. Yo, yo, there you have it. Greg Miller, thanks so much for your time. What a blast. A little bit of a trip down memory lane. We really didn't get a chance to talk about the Bill Cox shows, but there was a little bit of a tie-in there with the Whitley Obviously, those old shows, many of you probably remember going to some of those. Uh, Bill Cox obviously had that name that many of us remember uh, from that era. I didn't go to many Bill Cox events, but we all know those events. Greg kind of hinted at the whole Whitley connection in terms of pretty much everyone got a trophy, and that's the way it went down. Now, I want to thank everyone again uh, for continuing the rock with us. If you're on the road or the homies driving, uh, go through uh, the Apple Podcast app. If you're using an Apple device, that pre-installed podcast app, many of you are using, and uh, uh, tap on library, select OLP, scroll all the way down, and tap the five stars if you would. You can also tap on write a review, which is just underneath where you tapped. Uh, That's definitely a huge help to us. We uh, are at 227 ratings, and pretty much 99.9% of those are five stars. Literally, it looks like almost 100%. So. Uh, Thanks to everyone that continues to listen, as I mentioned. Now, if you happen to not be going to Orange Beach Invasion this weekend, you can, again, give a thumbs up to Street Trucks via Facebook. Easiest way I have found is if you uh, tap the bell notification on YouTube for their channel. Uh, By doing so, you'll be notified whenever uh, we go live, and uh, you won't miss out on the event We're going to continue to get better with these, and we're really excited to interview some owners of trucks, also to kind of show that atmosphere on what's going down. So big ups to Street Trucks. Don't forget, you can go to streettrucksmag.com, scroll to the bottom under subscribe, and you can subscribe to this publication. Of course, what we love about it is it is monthly, been around for over two decades, and we got to make sure we continue to support the real deal, and it hopefully stays around uh, for even longer. Now, additionally, as you heard uh, towards the beginning, All Time Low Magazine, you can go to atlmagazine.com. You can subscribe. That's a bi-monthly publication. You get about six per year, and uh, they also have shirts, banners, stickers, other merchandise available on their website. Lastly, 20 years ago, so actually two things. 20 years ago this weekend, I was at Spring Fling, put on Vital Signs. So make sure you check out our um, social media pages. Uh, Earlier this week, I posted a throwback photo, actually a behind-the-scenes photo from a Travis Nowak uh, feature, one uh, at the time our brothers in Severed. Uh, He had the full-size, the copper truck, so I posted that. Uh, Additionally, uh, 24 years ago, we lost Biggie Biggie Smalls. as the illest. Your style was played out like Arnold in a What You talking About Willis. And uh, I have not watched the new Netflix series. I'm sure many of you have. Definitely check it out. I heard it's really well, uh, really well done. Uh, I think Puffy was involved with it, but from everything that I've seen, it, it was done really well. And when I mean Puffy involved, I mean in this documentary style, uh, you know, picture that you can watch through Netflix. But still bumping the the classic originally uh, life after death was supposed to launch in late 96 fall 96 and I don't know exactly if it you know was some of the the fallout from the Tupac you know beef and obviously getting killed and then you know for whatever reason I don't know the real reason but it was pushed out and it was gonna launch in March of 97 which it did however ironically uh, big was killed that same month and uh, the double disc came out. It's really was like an instant classic five stars in the mic or five mics in uh, the source magazine. And really, again, it was an instant classic, Uh, very eerie because you had um, the first album ready to die. And then you have this one life after death. It kind of starts for those that don't know the intro of it kind of plays off of the first album and then it rolls in obviously double disc uh, the other interesting thing is if you look at the cover of the album uh, whether you do that now digitally through like a spotify or whatnot um, I made a post on my personal instagram and I mentioned this uh, michael Levine shot that epic cover and uh, it was a real cover you know big was there with the hearse and uh you know it had biG on the plate and how eerie he ends up getting gunned down and uh, he passes away that same month but Rest in peace, Biggie, Biggie Smalls. Uh, So many classics out there. A lot of great verses. If you haven't in a long time, go revisit uh, his catalog. Uh, There's a lot of guest verses that he did. Of course, Junior Mafia and uh, Biggie, Biggie Smalls. A couple of albums, and then some of the uh, the posthumous stuff that has been released. But uh, with that being said, thanks again for all of the support. The numbers are on the rise. We. Appreciate all of you uh, so much. McGinney, Mike, the mayor, and I will be gallivanting around this weekend at Orange Beach Invasion. Check those hashtags, OBI2021 and Orange Beach Invasion ODB. we on to the next one. We'll see you guys next week with an all-new episode. We got you. Peace. Lieutenant, there is
2: talk.
0: Interpretation